The house was too quiet, devoid of voices or activity from down below, and neither Sappho nor little Elihu came to greet me. The trembling in my arms was like ripples on a pond, constant and swelling. My hands shook as I lit the oil lamp in the foyer, and I saw a note leaning against the silver bird perched on the rim of the ornate calling card holder on the marble table. It was where Aunt Susan always left notes for me in Uncle Ormond. She had written that I must join her and my mother at the Langham, and that I was not to stay in the house or ask questions. After I read it, I put it back on the table and started to walk through the house. I thought I heard footsteps near the drawing room and headed in that direction. The door was open and I looked inside. There was nothing, no one. I started to amble through the rest of the house. I called down to the area that contained the kitchen, scullery, the servant's sitting room and the pantry. Again, there was no response. I didn't hear a sound. I didn't see anything out of order. I looked in the sitting room, the drawing room, the dining room, and Uncle's study. This house where I had spent most of my time for a decade suddenly felt unfamiliar, cold, desolate. I continued my journey in silence. When I got to Aunt Susan's morning room, I opened the door and stared through the darkness at her piano, hearing in my head the last piece she played. I could hear the notes in my head, the first movements agitation and despair and heartache, the violent beginning of the scherzo and its second gentle reflective section, the mysterious fourth movement with its endless running triplets and the finale, the one filled with horror, ending with the victim being killed by his entrapper on the final minor chord. It was that section that pounded in my head as I moved toward the library door. I stopped and pressed my ear to the door. Hearing nothing, I was about to make my way up to the bedrooms and the garret when a voice came from the shadows. Hey, up, Dr. Stamford, we meet again. A man said as he put his hand on my shoulder. I jumped with a start. He rushed forward and grasped my arm. I nearly dropped the lamp as he jabbed something against my neck. I felt the slightest prick. If you do not do as I say, you will be dead in four minutes.